Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the soggiest wedge? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! What's up, Kelsey? Good evening. What's up? Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I'm lovely. How are you? I am good. Good, good, good. The end of the year is a coming. It sure is. And I'm very excited for it, actually. Is this my last? I just want this year gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. It's been a it's been a shitty ride. Yeah. Um it's our last actual like recording recording not our last one but our last one for a couple of weeks anyway yeah so we've got a lot of i mean spoiler not spoilers got a lot of interludes for you guys hopefully you guys ready to get into some uh, deep deep dives but really our last two like real recordings are just game awards related so Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be doing our picks later in the show thought we'd give you some just you know stuff to talk about and then um yeah, we'll definitely be doing the the winners after December 7th when it airs. You guys will hear about that on December 11th. So look forward yes. to our, you know, winners, whatever thing. We'll see who wins bragging rights, slap bets, all that good stuff. <laughs> I would love to do a slap bet with you. <laughs> I don't. I watch those. But only t- if I win. I watch those TikToks of the fucking like slap competitions. Are you in on that? Intense. Are you you in on that? (laughs) Because I think it's bad. Like, I hate it. It's a lot. Like, you're, those people's, like, I feel like they're getting concussed with the amount of Have you seen some of these people? Like, this one dude's half his head, like, balloons out and he wins. And I'm like, at what cost, motherfucker? (laughs) You are a ruined man. (laughs) But a husk of your former self. A rippled husk. I'm going to find you uh, a picture of this guy. (laughs) I don't want to see this guy. <laughs> Slap fighting guy? Yeah, this dude. My God. Oh, Kelsey. Did you just Google slap fighting guy and you found him? Yes, because, like, look at him. Oh, my God. He looks like he got stung by 6,000 bees. Oh, my God. By slapping? Yeah. They slapped. D- dude, you <laughs> slap the life out of one another. That is so much. I feel like this can't be in the U.S. I feel like this has to be. This says Las Vegas. <laughs> this is happening here. Because I feel like this should be like an outlawed sport. Honestly. <laughs> this is like Russians only shit. Like, dude, you don't get this hurt in boxing. I don't and frankly, this face anymore, in is boxing, you have some form of protection. You literally just... Palm a dude's face as hard as you can. <laughs> they yeah, skin like on skin. twist the bodies. They straight up like plant their feet. Ooh, sorry, Venom. Don't knock Venom over. 
<laughs> they straight up like twist bodies and just like full blown slapping bark off of trees and shit, man. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I hate like I hate watching them, but I watch them and go that exists. Do, do you even make good money? Like like yeah, I what? I yell that at the videos like do you even make good money from this? <laughs> what are you doing? Why What's are you What's the incentive? Face? Yeah, I get what so are you upset. getting compensated. You, know, you want to cool off with a beverage? Look that up. I do. Let's crack it real quick. Yes. Oh, spritz me in the face we like that, Dr. This. Pepper. It's been a hard week. How much do slap fighters make? <laughs> it can't be more than MMA fighters. 2,000 to 10,000 per match. That guy must have gotten at least 10,000. <laughs> and then another whatever he I would hope got so. in medical bills. Okay, fine. How much do UFC fighters get paid? Not enough. I'll tell you that fucking much. They go from 500000 to $3 million. Like, Holy shit. Come on. That's more than I thought. That's not even close. Uh, low-tier fighters get 12000 to 30000 per fight. That's wow. on the low <laughs> tier. But the articles you were just looking at for this man's slapped-apart face <laughs> was like <laughs> UFC fighters disgusted by slap fight. Yeah, because like, they're probably like, you don't get paid enough for this. Yeah, your face swelled up like a basketball, like a, like a, I don't even, like a sheep's stomach on a, on a hot summer day. It's like, gross looking. The slap stuff really bugs me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let me tell you about um, a, a food experience I had this weekend. Did it bug you? Well, Uh-oh. it didn't bug me as much as it bothered the waiter. Okay. So <laughs> we... We're at a, a place and it was an Italian restaurant and I got like a, like a soupy saucy dish. And first of all, they put it in like a plate that was three sizes too small. Basically it was okay. like, we only have salad plates left. What are we going to serve on? And then my noodles got piled fucking high. So this dude brings this fucking tower of saucy noodles over to my table and he goes to set it down and it's, it's not like a nice restaurant, but it's one it's a thing that Richard and I do. We like to get a little bit dressed up sometimes, like overdressed for the restaurant that we're going to. So okay. he had a suit on and he put his little suit jacket on uh, the back of the chair. And okay. the waiter passes me the noodles over the suit jacket. And as he's passing it, he goes, shit, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I, I look and I'm like, it's fine. Nothing, nothing spilled. And it, like, there's the tiniest little bit of sauce that got on the table. Like just the the tiniest drop of sauce, and he was just like shit, shit, and okay. he got stuck in a a spiral. I think of like you know when you say a bad word, and you're you, you're in an area where you're not supposed to be saying bad words. I don't know if this happens to you, but it happens to me. Like you'll say a bad word, like shit, and then like oh no, there's children here. Fuck, it just keeps escalating. <laughs> um, not a lot, but okay. That's uh, maybe that's a specific. To me, problem when it's specific to this waiter, I felt for this poor kid. So he he passes these noodles, shit, 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 just escalating shits. Dude, <laughs> and, it'll be okay. And then it, I'm like, it's fine, it's just a little spill, it's okay. And then he's he like backs up and he's like, I'm so sorry, my deepest condolences. And then he looks down and he sees that the suit jacket also got like a quarter teaspoon of sauce <sighs> just dripped onto it. And he goes, okay. shit, shit, shit. <laughs> It must have been this kid's first day was like, as a human. I was like, where did you go that, like, they beat the waiters? Like, 
I was like, it's okay, buddy. And he was like, I am so sorry. This never happens. And I'm like, you're going to be all right. We're, we're fine. And Richard and I are both like trying not to laugh not because this kid be is fine. shitting so much. <laughs> and he he walked away to get, go find a napkin and came back and then apologized some more. And we were like, it's literally fine. You're okay. Mm. And then he avoided the table for the rest of the night. But that's sad. Oh, he just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I hope he's out there somewhere. And I hope he and doesn't relive this experience and anxiety for the rest of his life. Because it was the funniest thing that happened to us all weekend. That is pretty funny, though. I've not encountered it, nor done quite the same thing. I've never really been anywhere where someone was all like, usually it's just like, oh, sorry. You know? Yeah. Not like, like oh, no, I messed up. Sorry. <laughs> shit. 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 I mean, did he look young? Yeah, he looked like 16. <laughs> like first oh. job, first day. I felt so bad for him. Hey, at least he had you guys, because like he could have had. Yeah, he could have had somebody. Not good. We well, that were was in a Frisco. Big deal. Yeah, See, that's the thing. I think I've talked about this before. I hate how, in service, you have to expect everyone's the worst. So even when like nothing happens, you treat it like the person's like gonna come come for you with a knife. You know? Yeah. You, pretty like, much. Like, there's no like, hey, it's cool, man. Like every, no matter what it is, it gets turned into the biggest deal. Yeah. That makes me feel bad sometimes. Cause it's like, dude, it's okay. Kind of like you guys, like, it's fine, dude. We enjoyed it. <laughs> it's okay. Thank we you thought for it was the funny. show. Shit. You Shit. Know. <laughs> I love this kid. I hope you gave him a good tip. And then it just oh, said, we did. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the wildest one one time we had a waiter we never knew his name because he took over for somebody else like ah we had a waiter then he was like i'm gonna take care of you guys instead and then when the receipt came it had the old person's name on it so we were really upset because if we tipped on the card it would have gone to the person that bailed on us right oh yeah so we left cash but then we wrote like a manifesto on the back of the receipt and we were like <laughs> oh hey God. we never got your name we think you're a patrick so thanks patrick you were fucking great and just like wrote what this whole thing to him and we just named him what patrick if, what if he was named patrick you know well he looked like one <laughs> so <laughs> then rightfully so that would have happened but like i love leaving stuff like that for people we don't do it a yeah. lot that's like the I one be, main time i used to be like a big proponent of always leaving a note for the waiter like always flip it over and be like i hope you're having a good day and you did a good job and i love you see that's nice we need more of that we need more of that waiters need more of that especially uh yeah they do because they deal with enough they're dealing with yeah this has nothing to do with waiters but i'll tell you about something that i did go ahead i was waited on while i was there it was fine you ever been to corky's i don't know what that is it's a gaming bistro. Oh, sounds fancy. Is what it's called. So you go in and they have like a whole arcade section over here. And then it's like kind of like main event. You get cards, you buy time and all that stuff. And uh-huh. from the moment you swipe, that's when the timer starts ticking. You can play as much as you want. Good old games. Ninja Turtles, Simpsons. Very sticky Guitar Hero was over there. <laughs> Hated that. 
That's my favorite game, Very Sticky Guitar Hero. Uh, they do escape rooms. So that's where Ooh. we did our escape room that we did. And we were... It's so actually, we were on the board because uh, only 29% of people beat that room. Damn. And so we were one of the 29%. I was like, that's neat. We were yeah. definitely not one of the fastest. Point is, we were in the 29%. We finished with like four minutes left and like... The top person, they beat it in like 13 minutes. And you get an hour. That's stupid. There are some people that have escape room teams. And they'll go play the escape room. And then play it again. So they have all the solutions. And they just want to like get the fastest Just get the time. score. I hate that. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> like why Why do you do that? What's, what's the... Is it for glory? Because it feels like false yeah. glory to me. Because no one's looking. No, yeah. But I did like what Corky's d- did is when you leave, they have like a big, like the entire hallway in there is like a blackboard. Oh, that's fun. And so when you leave, you get to like sign your name and stuff. So we like signed our team and did all this stuff up there and it's on the wall forever. Right. Nice. I doubt it because that wall was pretty packed when we did it. <laughs> I, I, I imagine like some days they're like, take out this quarter panel, you know. Yeah. They were never here. But they just finished construction on the rest of the place, and they have called it's called Ultimate Darts. So they have a big dart section, and then they have axe throwing. Okay. So we went and did axe throwing. Nice. Do you like axe throwing? I've done it once, threw two axes, and I was like, that's enough. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Um, I went up first. I was the practice one. The guy told me how to throw it, and boom, bullseye. Boom, bulls at five in a row. Stick right in there, right? You got five in a row? Yeah, five in a row. Way to go. Yeah. And then the remaining two hours that we like played the games, mm-hmm. couldn't get a fucking thing to stick in no matter what I did. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> practicing luck. That was it. But it was really fun. They have like a tic tac so it's really interesting. I'd love to know how it works. But it's like it's like the wood that's on the wall a projector that projects like a tic-tac-toe board or whatever the game is. And when you throw the ax, it reads where like the light is broken. And so it knows like where you scored and all this stuff. Interesting. It's very neat technology, right? Yeah. We sucked ass. (laughs) There were, there were times that the people in our group that were trying to throw couldn't land an ax in for like 10 minutes straight. Oh my God. And then I look to my left and there's like these like five grandmas. Okay. This one grandma, like an axe in each hand like this. And she just goes whoosh and gets like two bullseyes on two separate lanes, man. (laughs) Viking grandma. Like these grandmas were so good making us look like a shit. It was a little embarrassing, but it was very fun. Maybe they go every day. And that's they just might, their thing. You know, it's like, like hey, instead of a stitching bitch circle, they, they go axe throwing. So they were axe throwing and it was fun. I didn't know that they wet the wood so that it's easier, I guess, for it to stick or whatever. That makes sense. So you're not like busting people's skulls open. Yeah, because Taylor was like, it's really wet over here. And they're like, oh, yeah, we like hose down the wall. Like <laughs> it's meant to be just dripping. Wet. There's like water everywhere. And we were like, that seems weird though but okay like a good wet wall and then oh my like i told you i stuck it first but there were some times when we threw that it didn't hit the wood at all 
just hit like the metal cages. One time oh, no. I threw an axe and it bounced right back at me. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> it came back right on my foot and I was like, Wee! I'm trying to do a Chandler here, you know. No thanks. Uh, but it was fun. It was neat. So if you want to go axe throwing and then play arcade games, Quirky's. Pretty neat. It's cool. a cool place. I liked it. Nice. I know we're kind of like breezing through this first half, guys, because we, you know, we know why you're here. Okay. <laughs> it's the Game Awards. You want to hear our noms. But, yeah, our our noms while we eat, while we uh, talk about the Game Awards. Nom, nom, we're nom. just, we're just nomming. Um, I just wanted to give you this thought because I want to like, I, I just thought you of all people would like to know. I just had a thought about Marvel the other day. Oh, and I was like, man. Literally have not cared about this in a long time. Marvel in general? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Endgame happened. Nothing has been good since then. And I was I like, theory. why do we keep doing this? Yeah. And I'm not about it. Like, do you know what my theory is? I do. Because the Marvels so, just came out, which is the all lady yeah. one. And I told you some stuff well, about it. And I have that a kind couple of theories. Like, well, go ahead. Okay. So... Of course, we all know that Marvel hates women and does not want women to succeed. So they make bad movies that star women deliberately. And they're like, these are shit. And you guys are going to think they're shit. So we won't make any more movies about women because we don't like them. And they don't deserve to have movies about them. They don't deserve stories. But everybody knows that. What I think is that the Marvel experience from what, like, 06 Iron Man to Endgame. Yeah. That one was for millennials. Now it's okay. Gen Z's Marvel time. Now they're making okay. stuff that's aimed for a different audience and therefore it is no longer sticking with us 30-somethings. See, for me, it's that everything leading up to Endgame was going somewhere. Mm-hmm. It all was building. None of these are adding together. Every single movie but and thing that comes out is adding nothing to the overall puzzle. So did... I'm not trying to argue in favor of Marvel here because I hate them and everyone knows this, but did Iron Man, like the original Iron Man's like, yeah, there was a trilogy, but did they, were they leaning up to Endgame at that point in time? Was it, were yes. they building on something? Like when you saw Iron Man 1, you Literally, were like, oh, I Iron can't Man wait 1. to see the finale of this thing. Well, no, like, but it, it left you with like, well, what does that mean? Like they already were setting up the next thing. And then when that movie came out, you're like, oh, that's what that meant. Let's set up the next thing. And you're like, well, what's the next thing? And you always kept going back to see what the next piece was. So none of these do that now. Do they not have like post credit scenes anymore to be like, look at this Easter egg? Yeah, but that's just it, though. It's all Easter eggs now. It's not the next piece of the puzzle. They don't mean anything now. Well, because they paid off before. Now it's just like, hey, we showed you a cool thing. And then they just keep showing us a cool thing, but there's no grander story. There's no overarching thing other than to say, hey, look, we're looking at more Marvel people. Yeah. I think they have Where's plenty the story? of time. I think they're working toward it. I think it's going to be a whole other 20-year project, and they're like, yeah, now we're going to build like all these different characters. And right now, they're just setting up the little pawn chess pieces. But guess what? And you don't care. No. The end game just got ripped out from under them. Why? They were building kind of towards the big bad. He's out of the franchise now because he Why? was beating a woman. 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. So the guy that was their whole thing that they were starting to really ramp up the story with, mm-hmm. he's written out of the whole thing now. The character or the actor? Both. So Why where do we go? cast him? Be- I don't know. Like, ask like you know, <laughs> like you're the like, studio of Marvel. Like now I get it because it's like, well, I guess they weren't plagued with so many issues as they are now, right? Okay. But also like we're just in this fatigue thing. Like I don't want to watch 15 TV shows to go, this movie kind of makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to do that. All I had to do before was just see the last movie. And then I was good. But now it's like, mm-hmm. well, did you watch all these TV shows? Then did you read this? And then were, were you part of the webcomic thing? And then did you read this guy's blog? Because all of that factors into this two-minute scene. I don't want to do that. So they are laying building blocks and pieces. You just no longer have the energy to invest in it. But like, but there's no payoff in them. Like, Not that's yet. the thing. Because Endgame for this is going to be in 2046. I don't know, man. It's just not good anymore. Like I think it's just not for you anymore. Like, I, I agree that Marvel has kind of ruined Hollywood. I don't think so. I think we did it. You think we ruined Hollywood? Yeah. Why? Because, like, it's not that Marvel ruined it. We've had superhero movies forever. Mm-hmm. But now... We don't want to, because a lot, this got brought up with some Killers of the Flower Moon stuff. Uh-huh. Where, like, Killers of the Flower Moon is cinema. Right. But nobody wants to see that, because now you've made it too long. and a half hours. And yeah. now you've done this. Whereas Marvel is digestible. But it's also full of nothing. Whereas, like, some of them were kind of full of something. Like, I know that Thor, Love and Thunder is one that it, people really, really hate. Mm-hmm. And and I'm kind of down with that. But the opening was so rife with what could have been good. And then, it, and then they just didn't use it. Like, you can tell great things, but they're choosing not to do that anymore. Yeah. There's no stakes in any of it now. It's just like, hey, how many... It's such a formula that now the formula can't be... Let's do a character study. Let's pick the humanity out of this person. It's, well, we just need him to fight the big bad. He wins. That's the formula. It's, n- it's, so, it's not about the character no more. So maybe what they're doing now is they're just making like cotton candy movies, basically, where you yes. have it and it's great and then it disappears and it's done. You don't need to worry about and it And I don't anymore. fucking not want gonna, that. <laughs> well, maybe they're not going to build toward an end game. Like maybe the next generation of people don't want to have like 30 movies that they have to catch up on to enjoy the big final event. I really think it should have just stopped at Endgame. Like, yeah, I do too. Cause they call make, it Endgame. Make this one cinematic project that you did all that work on and you nailed it and go, we did that. Who can try it now? Right. And maybe let somebody else try it. But like you did it. You did the project. You did the thing. Nobody thought could be done. You probably shouldn't try it again. <laughs> like <laughs> you've already done it. You've already did it. I think it's, they're just a dying cow and they're just moving into the night. But see, Disney didn't own them when they were doing it right. Disney well, owns them now. And we now all know it's what shit. Does to beloved products. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it just because now it's just about making the money? They know you'll see it. 
which, fine, let's go into that because somebody said something rather brilliant about that in our Discord today. Shout out to mm-hmm. you, Discord people, because you guys are so smart and we love you. The whole Chris Pratt doing Garfield thing. Mm. How it was like, we we do the shit work on projects that we just assume you're already going to go to because you just will. Yeah. Like, like he's Marvel's turned into, well, people just go to those. Right. Well, maybe you shouldn't just fucking go to those. I haven't been to one in years because none of them have looked good. I'm actually using my eyeballs to go. This looks bad. I don't want to see it. It's an amazing. Please don't see Garfield, guys. Like it looks bad. Yeah, I mean, like we've talked about this before plenty of times. It's time to money mouth. You got to put your money where your mouth is. You can't go see stuff just because like it's the next big thing. We should see it. Like, yeah. you got to make a decision for yourself. Do I want more of this in Hollywood? Do I want to fund this kind of stuff? Do I want to put yeah. it toward the box office so they can say, like, look at what we did? And you know where my money's going? In the trash. Terrifier 3. Because <laughs> okay, I want yeah. more of that shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, it's time to stop buying into things that we no longer love because we are in yeah. a society that is crumbling. <laughs> And money is so scarce sometimes. Uh, I just think that it's time to really examine the things that we use for entertainment. Like you were streaming. You were like, I don't use this and I don't like it. So I'm cutting it out. Yeah. And me with Overwatch. I was like, Overwatch 2 is no longer what I love. And I'm cutting it out. That should work. But it's most people just go, but that's the thing. I have to keep up with all the Star Wars things or else people will know things I don't know. Yeah. It is nuts to me how much FOMO is a weapon oh now. Yeah, that's exactly what they bank on. Oh, like <laughs> Like I don't I don't I don't I don't get FOMO. I don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't really get it. Yeah. I know that like I really want something sometimes, but I don't want it just because it's there. Cuz to me FOMO is you're not wanting it because you want it. You're wanting it because it's there and everyone else might want it. You're going to miss out if you're not part of it. So it's not really about your true wants, your true desires. It's about you going, but they'll know. And I got to know. It's the whole keeping up with the Joneses shit. Like it's just the new version of that, but way more sinister. (laughs) Yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses, but monetized and bad. (laughs) Yeah, because keeping up with the Joneses was just... Well, they're doing successful, and I want to mimic that. But now, FOMO is created. It's it's crafted. Manufactured. Yeah. FOMO is so gross. It's scary to me. Speaking of gross and scary, <sighs> we got a listener mail. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> Why would you do that? That thing's so cobwebby. Oh, yeah, it's dusty in here. Hold on, let me blow it off. <sighs> All right, we requested listener mail specifically from one of our patrons because if you guys listen to our episode where we talked about uh five nights at freddy's robert said that this movie you want to recap your your feelings on this movie just a brief couple of sentences i said that this movie was made for the fans it's not really made for the mainstream and it shows okay that's about it let's get into this listener mail okay stop me whenever you want to say something All right, this is from a dear friend and listener, Ferdin, and he starts. 
I guess I'm known for having poor taste in movies. <laughs> Stop, Stop right star. there. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay. Continuing. <laughs> but I just needed to scream at Robert a little about Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Now, let me preface this by saying that FNAF wasn't the scariest movie of all time. But I think it might have something to do with the film being PG-13. I don't want to say that alone should make you reduce your expectations, but there's only so much you can do with a horror movie to keep it kid-friendly. Yes. I did enjoy seeing a girl get bitten in half by an animatronic, but I feel like Robert would have liked it more with an R rating. Do you agree with this? Um, I don't know, because I don't know what they would have done different. Like, I think it's like I was saying, everything that I'm looking forward to, I think's in the next one. Okay, yeah. Like, that's when the mystery, like, the actual stuff will unfold, and where most of the fucked up stuff is, is way later. Okay. Like, I don't think any of that would have been in here, regardless of an R rating. Yeah. Okay, Ferdin continues, I'm a fan of the franchise, but I've never played the games or read the novels myself. Same. I like to watch playthroughs and lore deep dives, and I've watched Matt Pat's coverage of the games for, like, ten years. So, seeing him be a part of the film was a really big deal. I'm glad to see a YouTuber make the jump to more mainstream media. I think that's kind of a big reason I liked the movie, seeing how far the franchise, as well as Matt Pat's career, has come. The movie was so for the fans, and that has to be why it's so successful. It doesn't feel like a cash grab to me at all, like some of the other video game movie adaptations. You can tell that the fans were involved and that they took their time with it. I will stop you there. Thousand percent. That is okay. absolutely true. Yes. Fully agree. I don't think it definitely can't be a cash grab. They spent all, like no money on it. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so low budget. Yeah. No. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Okay. The plot for the movie was pretty okay. I like the idea for the most part and the changes that were made to it to make it more than jump scares in a tiny room. It did feel a little Nickelodeon Disney Cartoon Network live action at times, but I feel like that's kind of to be expected with the intended audience. The acting from Josh Hutcherson was was good. Seeing him be more of an adult in a role was kind of nice, even though he's quote unquote the older brother. It felt like a natural progression for what I kind of expected for him in being a child, young adult actor. Yeah, he's like he's like one of those people that you never see as aging. Yeah, you know what I he mean? just like, seems frozen in time. <laughs> yeah, like you're always like, yeah, you're just that dude from Hunger Games. Yeah. You're a kid, but like he's not a kid. He just won't age. <laughs> <laughs> His little sister in the movie was great too. Both of them really carried the film in my opinion. It's been a while since I kept up with the current lore of the series, but all in all, I thought it was great. 10 out of 10 set design, 11 out of 10 animatronics, 9 yep. out of 10 acting, and so many Easter eggs for fans. It reminded me of Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, which was also okay as far as plot, but very clearly for the fans. I think these kinds of films are super important to fandom, because while I know it's not easy to make everyone happy, it should be easy to give the right kind of fan service to the people who helped get the franchise to a point where there can be a movie that's accepted by the fans. Just look at how bad Uncharted was. Yeah. <laughs> really, the only thing I can see bad about it is that it doesn't feel is that I feel like it doesn't cross to older audiences as much as these films normally do. But maybe we're just getting older. I'm looking forward to seeing where this franchise goes and if the next movies will show the attention to detail this one did. Love, Ferdin. So, in summation, I want to yell at Robert, but I agree with everything that he said. <laughs> he did say in the Discord, 
that Robert is wrong. And the title of the email actually is Robert is wrong, dot, 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 mostly. Except I, you said everything that I said. <laughs> I would love to know the points where you disagreed with Robert. Yeah, I don't because think that was in this email. it was exactly that for the fans, which is what yeah. I said. And yeah, like, yeah, I've been watching not Matt Pat for 10 years. I've, I've been watching Matt Pat for like four, maybe five years. Yeah. And again, I was just like, because like, I don't really have that uh, like content creator love. Like, I, you know, yeah. I don't really love Markiplier. Like, I don't go like, oh, Markiplier, like, that's my dude, you know? Right. I don't have one of those on YouTube. Like, I can't name a person that I'm like, that dude, you got to watch, you know? Right. And they mean something to me. Because most, most of the places that I watched, I purposefully found stuff without a person in it so I could see the content, you know? <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, I was never looking for a person. I was looking for the stuff. And Ferdin knows this. He was there. He was there in my house. When I'm trying to like load up a 720p video on YouTube, waiting 20 <laughs> minutes because I was like, we're going to watch it fucking crispy, you know, he he knows. But I was looking for that crispy bit of the content, not Markiplier screaming at the content, you know? Yeah. So like when I saw MatPat, I was like, that's dope. But it didn't mean anything for me. That doesn't mean it's bad, which is what right. I was saying. It's definitely for the fans. And I appreciate that this movie exists like none other because i've seen what it means to them and it's great and i've yet to see young fans at the fucking theater for i don't know what you're talking about the older people really? are the ones that love it because everyone that loves it is our age because they grew up watching markiplier yeah, there's no 13 year olds in love with markiplier <laughs> it's us the 30 somethings that grew up with him and that's who's into the franchise at the movie theater okay I don't know where adults aren't getting it. The people that aren't getting it are the people that don't know what Five Nights is. It's not yeah. the fact that they're adults. They don't know what Five Nights is. This movie didn't really tell them. And they don't know who the fuck MatPat is. So they go, why is everybody cheering at some dude? Because he said it's just a theory, you know? Because hmm. that only matters to people that watch YouTube. That like the franchise. That's all I'm saying about the movie is it's never going to be for people that don't know what it is. And therefore, it is not for you. But like, I, well, I still liked it. I still gave it a seven. Like, I, I yeah. was like it, it was fine. But it's not a 10 out of 10 for personal enjoyment. You yeah. know what I mean? It's going to be for me. Like, okay, quick spoiler about shit. It's going to be for me in one of the next ones. When they scoop the insides out of a person and fill him <laughs> with a robot. Fucking gross. Like, like, soul. Okay. So the animatronics, the metal endoskeletons are infused with the souls of the dead kids. And that's just so weird to me. And they, <laughs> and they learn that they can melt it and harness that energy. And they scoop a dude's insides out and pump him full of the liquid soul juice liquid soul juice and he fucking starts rotting but Ew. living his life normally and then he expels all the soul juice and has just left a half rotted dude and he's now trying to destroy the restaurants and that story is much more interesting to me okay that's the story I'm waiting on and it wasn't in this one so even if it's all for the fans next time but that shit's happening I'm gonna be way more into it <laughs> you know what I'm saying 
Yeah, sure. Plus, we didn't start, like, I mean, are you going to watch this movie? No. Okay. We meet the guy that killed the kids that are in the animatronics, right? But uh-huh. we know nothing about how it happened, why it happened. You just know, oh, this guy killed a bunch of kids, and there he is. What about that is that is like that compelling? That's why I'm saying yeah. the plot is okay. But the people that know all that shit are just like, but that's the, like, I know how we did all this and I can't wait to see him pay. Like, they are coming in with hate and vitriol for this guy prior to the movie that's never given to people that are seeing it for the first time. Yeah. So we don't know what his big deal is. We just go, oh, yeah, the bad guy. He showed up in the last two minutes and he got hurt a little bit. Like, that's good, I guess, you know? Yeah. So you are fully, you're on the board, you're on the train of like, this movie is for fans of it. And therefore I didn't understand it as much as I could. No, I did understand it. it. (laughs) But you didn't care about it because you're not a hardcore diehard fan. Definitely not a diehard fan. Like I'm a knowledgeable fan, which is different than diehard. So like, you know, the story and shit, but you don't care about it. Yeah. I think it is like, I like I feel like I can't get that into it until I play the games. Like just okay. just just knowing it and hearing all of it is not me experiencing it. Like I've watched it all through Mad Pat and he's told it all to me, but I think I need to experience it for that to happen. You know? Okay. And I need to do it in a way that's not Markiplier yelling about it the whole time. I like Markiplier. <laughs> I don't. I just I just don't <laughs> want to watch him yell over the game cuz I'm trying to intake the shit, you know? Yeah. Still good. And I'm still grateful for all the Five Nights TikToks I'm getting because they're funny. I don't get a lot of them, but (laughs) it's still good. Well, Verdon, if you have further points to disagree upon, I think you should fill the Discord. (laughs) I really want to know. But thank you. But thank you for the email because I think I need to try to get one of our previous guests on the show who fucking loves it to go into that side of it. Okay. Because I feel like, now this might be the hot take, the hot take that people can finally jump on me about. You ready? Okay. I feel like people really aren't into it so much for the Five Nights content as they are for the community around the content. I see. I think that's what really sells it. Is like the people and getting in there with Markiplier and it's fun to be scared with him. So now we like the franchise. Like, I feel like it's the community that makes you the diehard fan rather than the content. Okay. And I'm just not in that community because I'm scared of it. <laughs> well, I, I can't play it. That, with all that being said, you ready for a break? Yes. I'm going to sip some Peppa. I was just thinking about fingers today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Let me know if you guys uh, think about fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't write in about this one. <laughs> I mean, don't write in, but I mean, if you're in pre-ramble, you can still Discord about Robert's it. Robert's sitting in his dark room. I just think about fingers a lot. I just think about fingers. I do. <laughs> like, like that's not even wrong. That's the problem. Like, that's legit how I do it. I'm just like staring at... But it's not even really mine. staring at his paws this whole episode. It's usually not mine. I'm like stuck on somebody else's... <laughs> fingers like in some media somewhere i'm gonna start wearing gloves around you (laughs) 
I can't ever see yours though, because like, because like our hands are always down here. It's yeah. not like you're talking like this. Like, hey, Robert, <laughs> the other day, <laughs> look at my fingers. You know. Yeah. Sorry, I brought up fingers. You're weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That's why I love you, though. It's just the th- like. Everyone's got fingers. <laughs> everyone's got them. <laughs> everyone's got them. Why are they so different, though? <laughs> you know. If you enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode by going over to Patreon.com/slash/YMBTOAP and signing up to be a patron. We would love to see you guys there. You can hop in for the low, low price of two dollars. Get in the Discord where we are going to be going off on. All kinds of topics for the rest of the year, especially Five Nights content. We just got an email about it. You heard it. Mm-hmm. You know, come in there and yell about it. It'd be great. But if you want to be the ultimate supporter, you can go get you some Yimtope gear over at the Yimtope Peril store. It's getting cold. Get your get your hoodie. Get your long sleeve. Get you something warm. The long sleeve stuff, the warm stuff, super plush, super comfy. Never gotten a bad thing to keep you warm yet. So go check those out. Uh, that link lives in our show notes. Again, thank you to all of our supporters, whether you are in the Patreon or you just come in here with your lovely ears listening to us. We appreciate you guys and your time. Now with that, let's get you back to that regularly scheduled content. Game Awards! Why can I not find a dark mode for fucking Google Docs? <laughs> God, if only just in staring here. at this fucking spreadsheet. I hate it so much. Can it you is just like white? Can like I know we have to put our picks in here. <laughs> yeah. But like I want to just open my spreadsheet that's in dark mode <laughs> and go from there because I hate looking at this. You, you are so washed back. out, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I like the we shine. Hate light mode so much. Light mode. Who we do? Who lives this way? Go to dark mode. Actually, it's become a big debate in that Twitch stream that I go to all the time. And there's a bunch of Why? light motors. Why? Because Why are you light moding? You're hurting be- your eyes. Because it strengthens your eyes. Only a real man can sit through light mode. Okay, sure. And I was like, that's just because you don't have the energy to go swap it to dark mode. All right. I'm pulling up our spreadsheet. I already did, too. Okay. I just wish it wasn't so... Right. <laughs> Are we okay. heading from the bottom up? Bottom up, of course. Okay. But let's talk about the, the categories overall. So the most noms by game. I can't. You're going to get pissed. I know. Believe. I'm already looking at it. Most noms by game is a tie. Yep. There's eight nominations for both Baldur's Gate 3, expected, appreciated, yep. and Alan Wake 2. I feel like... Alan Wake 2 was known to be a big hit, but I think it was a sleeper surprise for how well it is performing. I I think I just don't get it. <laughs> and that's on me. Like, I've never tried to like Alan Wake. I've never been like... <sighs> but that's not even the thing now. Because the remedy that made Alan Wake mm-hmm. is not the remedy that made Control and then Alan really? Wake 2. Be- like... It's the same company, but Alan Wake is nothing like Control. It is nothing like what Alan Wake 2 seems like with these random rock pit bits, you know. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that later on. If you're a pre-rambler, you've if you're a pre-rambler, you've already heard all of this 
because yeah. we we actually listened to all the score all of the scores in pre-ramble and talked about our thoughts on some of them so if you're interested in that go check that out in the patreon mm-hmm. but yeah we'll we'll talk more about alan wake's strange musical choices when we get to the music category um next nomination is singled out it's marvel spider-man 2 that got seven nominations and I've been pretty good. waiting to drop this bit on you all week, man. Okay. I brought it up to somebody separately, not in the Discord, because I've just been waiting to drop this sweet bomb right here just for Kelsey. Drop me a bomb. What is it? I already dropped you this Marvel bomb. Uh-huh. I just wanted to tell you, Marvel Spider-Man 2 is good. The games I are good. That. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I still think they don't hold a fucking candle. To those Batman games from back okay. in the day. <laughs> if somebody held to me like the whole red pill, blue pill shit, and it was like the Batman games or the Spider-Man games, I would pick those Batman games hands fucking down. That is shocking to me because you like to swing. And Batman don't Yeah, swing. they're good games. But like the Batman games are better games. Does okay. that make sense? Like I don't care for Batman, the character like I care for Spider-Man, but the game in its... These games mimic... Those games. I can feel what they're taking directly from those Batman games. I'm like, you just did the same thing. Like, make it different. Those Batman games set such a foundation that, like, nobody can figure out a way to be different than that. Because it was too good. Yeah. I prefer those Batman games. Fuck, is so solid. And it's been taking everything in my power not to replay that trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) That is a weird take from you, but it is... A take that you have, I guess. I just thought, you know, people will just go like, well, he likes Spider-Man, so he would prefer those. But He's like, a Spider-Man man. That doesn't mean that they're better. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to be impartial, guys. You can't be just putting on glass and saying like, well, it's Spider-Man, so he's the best. Right. But you can say Remedy did it. Probably sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you can. I was more into how this year nominations by publisher... Top publisher was Nintendo. Yeah, they that is interesting to me. Hard this year, I guess because the Legend of Zelda. Well, Zelda and then Mario. Oh, came and out. Wonder. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple. I think we just go from the bottom. We go up from here. Um, of course, we cut out the esports stuff because we don't. Who care. fucking watches that shit? <laughs> You're like, I feel like people that that watch esports, they watch a game. Yeah. In esports. No one's watching Evo, COD, CSGO, watching all the sports in es you know, esports. Yeah, that's just too many. Like we watched Overwatch League. That was it. Uh-huh. Because we liked Overwatch. Yeah, we weren't watching Lawn Simulator Esports or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Oh, uh, okay, Sony actually tied Nintendo with 15 nominations. I thought Nintendo was oh, just out, outright the leader, but yeah. Sony led it last year, but Nintendo has tied them this year. Okay. okay. And Xbox is pretty high up there. I'm surprised. Epic Games surprised me. Because I'm like, what the fuck are you making? Yeah, what are they making? <laughs> but I guess they have the Unreal Engine, so technically they're factored in there somehow. You know so what if I mean? Baldur's Gate got three, no, Baldur's Gate got eight nominations, but we have Larian Studios down as nine nominations. What else are they in? Um, or are they just oh. in there for like best studio or something? Well, they might be in there for 
you know what? I don't know what makes the difference. Because I was going to say, like, uh, voice acting or whatever. Maybe there's two people, but I know there's not. And then hmm. why wouldn't that have counted twice? You know? I don't know. Maybe Wikipedia led me astray with these numbers. Maybe. Weird. But uh, We'll find yeah. out as we go. Say we go to the bottom. I kind of wanted to change it because we go, like, straight up, like, gaming category down here on the bottom. But uh-huh. I was like, eh, I don't care enough to change this format (laughs) so i say let's get into it let's do it here we go uh so best adaptation we don't have any little descriptors this year do we uh well no that's fine you guys know what this is best adaptation a thing that was a video game and then adapted into something else (laughs) so we got castlevania nocturne we got gran turismo the last of us the super mario brothers movie and twisted metal how are we doing this? Are we doing by what you want to win, which would ensure you will not win? <laughs> or do we go against our better judgment and we give it to things that we don't like because we go, well, that would win? I think let's this year, let's do it like what we want to win. The things we would like. And then the final okay. score is who's happiest. <laughs> okay. I'm down with that. Here we go. Okay. Then. Because I'll t- okay, so I'll tell you what I think will win, but what I want to win as well with these. Okay. Okay. Couple I mean, of good I, things in here. I mean, I want The Last of Us to win. Yeah, like, I do too. On. It's it it was so good. It was perfect. Like it was it exceeded my expectations wildly. And if you guys haven't listened to it, go back and listen to our Last of Us episode because we both <laughs> had a moment on that episode. So I think it said like the thing that really captured the essence in moving it to a new medium or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like it not only did that very well, it also added like, yeah, it only made it stronger, you know, like it was just so good. Yes. I honestly am surprised at this because every single one of these was good, which is what's fucking <laughs> weird here. I, I think Super Mario Brothers movie is going to win because it was just so widely popular. I like, hate that. Yeah, Chris Pratt, you know. But I think they will win. I But of course I want The Last of Us. I do really hate that because that's ugly. I mean, what I would want to win technically, kind of Twisted Metal because I'm just surprised that that could exist. Yeah. Because I love Twisted Metal. But I want The Last of Us to win more. Our Discord's fucking popping off right now. Well, they can (laughs) shoot it. I don't want to interrupt it. Ismail has just sent me a thing that looks very cool in the video games channel. Nintendo of Canada. Embark on an eerie journey unraveling chilling anomalies, cursed artifacts, and dimensional rifts. Dare to enter the Urban Myth Dissolution Center from Shuisha Games. Coming to Switch in 2024? Fuck yeah, I'm going to play this. This looks cool. Creepy. That looks great. I'm going to mute the chat now, though. You guys are nice. so talkative. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, most anticipated game. So this one you can't even really win. Because it's just, what are you most excited for? So Kelsey, You know what I'm most excited for. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly. Oh, and I don't okay. think you know what I'm most excited for. So there's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Hades 2. Like a Dragon. Infinite Wealth. Star Wars Outlaws. And Tekken 8. Yeah. Oh, mine's so, Star Wars Outlaws, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm most excited oh, for. I'm so stoked for that fucking game. I'm surprised that that one takes it for you over Hades, too, because you were super into Hades, right? No, 
No? I played it for like 30 minutes and said, eh, fuck this game. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought you were going to hate this. No, I like didn't like it. Dived into it. No, I didn't like it. I no, mean, Star I, Wars Outlaws. I do like it, but yeah. I want Star Wars Outlaws inside of me. I want it in my veins. Did you I see the fucking gameplay? Like, it, it looks, looks good. Swallowed. I'm upset at how good it looks. No, I want that so bad. Oh, man. Yeah. I think we laid these out so good. This category was made for Kelsey. <laughs> and I know what she's screaming to the heavens. <laughs> oh, you fucking know already. Okay, so next category. Best debut indie game. Starting off pretty strong. First nomination, Cocoon, which I played and I didn't beat because it got to a point where I was like so frustrated. I was like, I have to, I have to put this down and I haven't picked it back up again. Okay. But second nomination, motherfucking Dredge, baby. Dredge. Dredge is up there. Dredge got picked. I'm so fucking excited for it. I don't even need to read the rest of these from my, from my personal <laughs> game here, but I'll read them for you guys. So Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower. Venba and Viewfinder. You know what I'm going to pick? I I don't know what you're going to pick. I'm going Viewfinder. Okay, what's because that? Because that's the one where you have to take a picture with a Polaroid camera and then the photo can be like put in the game world and it changes the world around you. So like if oh, you take a cool. Yeah, like that's super unique. That's why I think it's the best for that. Yeah, like, I like that. Like, Venbo was cool. That's the one you told me about with, the, like, the Indian family and the food and stuff. Oh, and yeah. And, like, okay. that's really cool. But that's not really, like, super crazy unique. That's just heartfelt. And I feel like that should have been in games for, uh, like, change or whatever. Games you know? for impact, yeah. Yeah. But Viewfinder, so, like, you have to, like, take a picture of, I don't know, like, stairs that are, like, across the map. And then you take that photo and then you can, like, place it to a wall that you can't get to and then those stairs are there and then you can climb them like you literally well, cool change the world with a photo you take and and then it's based on your perspective of like is it up close so the stairs are bigger or do i make them smaller and then i just got to walk to them to a, a place in the distance you literally mix the world with the photos and i think that's fucking unique yeah i i want to play that that sounds really cool what system was it on everything nice all right. It was super solid. It kind of broke my brain watching Taylor play the demo. I was like, this looks so good. It's like super liminal. Remember that mm -hmm. one? It's like yeah. a whole perspective impact the world thing. So, so really it's not that unique because super liminal did it. So I just ruined my case. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I ruined my case, but I also rest my case. Uh, don't give a shit about this one. Best multiplayer game. Yeah, I'm struggling with this one actually. Baldur's Gate 3. Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I'm going Party Animals. Okay. Did you play Party Animals? Nope. <laughs> but it was <laughs> <Okay>. fun to watch. <laughs> Did you watch it on streams? Uh, just like a couple TikToks. And then we like looked up a couple YouTubes to try to watch mm -hmm. it. And I was like, that looks really fun. I mean, it's like Fall Guys. Yeah, it's a like, clone of like a few different games, kind of. Yeah, it just looks fun. Yeah. That's what I want. I think what should is probably Diablo, honestly. That's where I'm struggling. So, like, I want to put my vote on Diablo, but I'm worried that Super Mario Brothers Wonder is going to take it. I think but Baldur's Gate 3. But it's your want. What do you want? It is my want. What yeah. Do you I don't fucking want Diablo to get anything now because of what they did to my boy, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Baldur's Gate 3, I think, 
is a strong contender because the multiplayer is I don't know shit about the multiplayer for it. So, <laughs> so the multiplayer we struggled with um, doing it like couch co-op because it, it was just awkward. It was weird. Um, okay. And I didn't like playing it. I think I just, <laughs> I just don't like Baldur's Gate three as a video game is my problem. I, I Kelsey. love Larian studios and I love Baldur's Gate three. High five. But I don't, yeah, like I mean, <laughs> I just don't, it's not my type of game. And I wish it was. I really, really wish it was. But you it know isn't. what this sounds like? Maybe what? it's just for a certain set of fans. Maybe it just speaks to a certain <laughs> group of fans. <laughs> I think if I liked D and D more, I would like Baldur's Gate three. It's for D and D fans. Yeah, um, and that's not me. So out of the rest of these, the only one that I've played is Diablo four, and the multiplayer experience for this was absolutely seamless. You could play cross platform. There is cross progression. I mean. Saying. It's fucking perfect. I and think it I'm, is the best. I think it is the best. I think it deserves to win this. I just wish that they quit nerfing all the fun. Yeah. Party Animals just looks fun. Yeah. So sticking with that one. Uh, best Sim Strategy Games. So these are all games that you and I don't know shit about. Uh, this is Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. City Skylines 2. Company of Heroes 3. Fire Emblem Engage. And Pikmin 4. I'm going to throw a vote on Fire Emblem Engage because okay. I would have said City Skylines too because it was so highly anticipated. That's but what I was going to really do just because you talked to me about it. <laughs> they really fucked up the launch though. <laughs> they flubbed it so bad. Like it was unplayable. And I think it still is mm. unplayable for the foreseeable future. Fine. Then I'm going to go the other Nintendo. This is three Nintendo games, by the way. Jeez, really? Like best Sim strategies, three Nintendo games. Dang. How about that shit? Uh, I just feel like Pikmin will never win shit. I'm going Advance Wars 1-2 Reboot Camp because Kay. it was so anticipated. Like, people were rabid for it. I have and never it heard got, of that game. It got delayed because so it was like a Game Boy game, I think. And then they re... Like, it's just like a remake for the Switch, you know. But then, okay. like, the Ukraine war thing happened and they were like, we probably shouldn't uh, drop a war game right now. So they ooh. delayed it. I see. You know, but like, it's a game that exists. It's not like it was, we made a game about invading people, you know, but yeah. it was just a bad look. Kind of like when the Tears of the Kingdom trailer dropped the day the queen Ugh. died. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nintendo taking the L over and over. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Um, all right. Another thing we don't really care shit about. Yeah. Uh, best sports and or racing game. All right, so... I mean, you love racing games, though, right? <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> uh, so, EA Sports FC 2024. I believe that's what FIFA turned into. Because they lost the FIFA name. So, I think FIFA that's the soccer. FIFA game. Oh, oh, this no, is yeah. sports all over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's sports and or racing. That's a stupid distinction. Because there's so many racing games and so many sport games. I know, but I guess there wasn't enough this year. Well, they always mix things together for some reason. Yeah, but that's dumb. I think EA Sports FC is FIFA. It's just they, because because remember FIFA was like you can't use that name anymore, and so they're okay. like, well, we're still gonna make the same game, but just call it something else. So I'm like, that probably could win. Yeah. Uh, Formula Racing 23, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Turbocharged, and the Turbo. Crew Motor Fest. Okay. 
I'm going to go with the only one that I think people care that much about. It's Forza. That's fair. I'm going to go with F123 because it's the only one that I care about. I just like F1. You like the formula racings? I like the little cars and the handsome men. I wonder if the handsome men are in the game. We'll have to... I'll let you play it and find out. I think Richard's already finished it, honestly. (laughs) Okay, next category. Best family game. Disney Illusion Island, which I don't know what that is. Uh, Party Animals. Pikmin 4. Sonic Superstars. Or Super Mario Brothers. Wonder. So Disney Illusion Island is... You know the new Mickey Mouse cartoons, the Wahapa? <laughs> yeah. It? It's just a game of that version of Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy and shit in like a platformer. Okay. Interesting. Uh, that's This is the easiest one of all time. It's Mario. Yeah. It's Mario. Super <laughs> it's Mario Brothers Wonder, I think, is going to pick up quite a few, and this is where it starts. Uh, well, guess what? I own it. What? I've been playing it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good. It's fucking yeah. phenomenal. I love it good it's it it should win some i don't think it should be getting all the praise it's getting all right let's hit best fighting game man i'm getting stuck with the shit ones <laughs> look at this best fighting game who the fuck's playing these we got god of rock which sounds great mortal kombat 1 nickelodeon all-stars brawl 2 pocket bravery and street fighter 6 this is what i want and i only like mortal kombat as a fighting game so it's the only one i would pick Okay. I like Mortal Kombat. I don't it's gross. <laughs> I don't have an opinion on any of these games, so this is a tough one for me. I'm going to throw it on Street Fighter 6 cuz I feel like Oh, people have been digging it this year, so yeah. you could you could walk away with that one. We'll see. We'll see. Did right. you see the Thanksgiving fatality that just released? No. So <laughs> apparently M- Mortal Kombat's been doing holiday fatalities. Oh my god. Kelsey it's so disgusting. Like, I was like, that's too much. Oh, my God. What do they do? It's a fucking like, banquet table. And you just grab the person you're fatalitying, slam their face on the edge of the table to break the jaw open, Ugh. stuff green bean casserole in there. You stuff stuffing <laughs> in their mouth. You stuff the whole fucking turkey in there. They fall backwards, all bloated with food. And then they jump on their belly and it shoots all (laughs) the food out of their face and then they die. I hate that. (laughs) So phenomenal. I was like, they made people were paid to make that happen in a game. (laughs) That's nasty. Why aren't I being paid to do that? That's what I want. (laughs) I hate this place. Okay, next category we have is best role-playing game. And this is a stacked category. I don't know what's going to happen here. So we've got Baldur's Gate 3. <sighs> we've got Final Fantasy 16. Is that right? Yeah. 16. Yeah. Roman numerals. we got Lies of P, Sea oh, of yeah. Stars, and Starfield. Okay. This is this so is, much. <laughs> this is want. Remember, what do you want to win? Yeah. I I want Baldur's Gate to win. Do because you? Because I, I love that studio, and I want that studio to succeed. Like, the game itself is beautiful and perfectly crafted. It's just not for me. I think you are just picking it because you want to win. You you want to <laughs> win this thing. because No, I think Baldur's Gate deserves this. 
But it's what I want. I mean, no, like it deserves it, but it's what I want. Yeah, I haven't played any of these other games. But Sea of Stars should win because it's phenomenal. Okay. And I did start playing Sea of Stars and it is phenomenal. But at the same time, how is a 16-bit RPG game going to go up against fucking video game to D&D, you know? Yeah. Like what will win? Baldur's Gate. There's no fucking question. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. But Sea of Stars is cool. Okay. Uh, best action adventure game. All right, you ready? Yup. Alan Wake 2, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Je- uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. What does this mean? Like, okay, so it's what we want. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, do you know what I want? I, I think you're going to want Spider-Man. <laughs> no. It's a good game. But, like, it didn't rock the world. You I mean, it's I going th- to win because it's a Sony product. <laughs> Jeff Keighley is just glut, glut, Sony. Yeah, but you know what I think should get it, though? What do you think should get it? Dude, I'm I'm on that Jedi Survivor train, baby. Really? Okay. I think it's such... Like, Spider-Man was already so good. The only thing it really improved this time isn't an improve... Like, it didn't... Imp- there was no fault. It just made the game faster to tra- like traverse and that's great mm-hmm. but like Je- jedi fallen order had issues and then survivor like fixed those issues and then made the game better yeah i'm on the i'm on the star wars train i think okay um i'm trying to do like process of elimination because i mean i haven't played any of these so i but, but like you know about it. i mean i've never played the star wars game yeah but like I don't have a want for any of these to win because of that. So I'm going to say based on just what I know of the games, I think I would want tears of the kingdom to win because it's got that really cool innovation. Like the, the, the mechanism where you can build a bunch of different stuff. It's fucking dope. Yeah. And I just think that's cool as hell. Like I think more games should do stuff like that. So that is my vote. Okay. I think you're wrong. What, you think Spider-Man's going to lose? I think they give it to Alan Wake. I think <sighs> that's who we're gluck-glucking this time. Okay. <laughs> oh, hands down. I think that's going to sweep. I think Alan Wake sweeps this with Baldur's Gate in tow. Mm. All right. Best action game. Armored Core 4, Fires of the Rubicon. Excellent name. Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, High Fire Rush, and Remnant 2. I think you have a Don't. vested want interest. I don't want Dead Island 2. Wait, did I, okay, no, Dead Island 2 is the good one. What's the one I don't like? The other one, the zombies Dying with the light. running. Dying, Dying light. light. Don't want that to win. No, Dead um, Island you were all about. Yeah, and I still haven't played it, <laughs> but I do want it to win. I think Hi-Fi Rush is probably going to take this category, but I want Dead Island 2 because I think it deserves recognition, even by me, who forgot it existed. I want Ghost Runner 2 to win because I played the demo... And it got me hype. So I was like, okay. An action game should give me kind of hype. It was pretty neat. Nice. Uh, now we've got innovation in accessibility. We don't use a lot of accessibility stuff. So I feel like we don't really know what would make these that great. But we've got yeah. Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi Fi Rush, Marvel Spider Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. On the actual Game Awards website, do they list out, like, why these ones in particular got nominated? Or is it just, Why? No. 
Not at all. They should, because I want to know what they saw in Diablo 4, because I feel like it was just, you know, text colors, but so I don't know. I didn't dig that deep into it. I will go with Spider-Man for this one. Okay. Because same shit that Insomniac did with, like, Ratchet and Clank. You can have enemies be outlined in colors. You can, you know, so, like, if you can't really distinguish... Like items that you can pick up versus the enemies on screen. You can just shade the game to show you those, you know, like it's really uh-huh. accessible in that way. And then, yeah, sure. Text colors for, you know, subtitles and stuff. Yeah. They actually do a lot with how you can even like swing around and you can actually map buttons to unused buttons on there. So you can add like things that take multiple button presses and just make it like left on the D-pad. Mm. So that's actually pretty neat. Yeah, I- I'm going to stick with Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with, I mean, Hi-Fi Rush is a rhythm-based game, and I would hope that that would have a lot of good accessibility options for people like me who are rhythmically challenged. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want for Hi-Fi Rush to win it. Okay. All right. Next up, we got Best VR AV Game. What's AV Game? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> is it VR AR, perhaps? I was like, is that like AG where it's like in the world? <laughs> AV game. Let's see. I'm going to look up a couple of these games. While well, we're they just said like augmented reality. Adds okay, digital AR. elements into a live space. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just Googled humanity to figure out what some of these games are. Uh, let me read the oh. game categories for you guys. So best VR AR game, Gran Turismo 7, Humanity, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Resident Evil Village or Synapse. I, I don't you were know. Into humanity. Oh, you know what? Is that the puzzle game? Yeah, with like the humanity dog, game? and it's just like all the people. Yeah, I yeah, never I got to you were play really that one. That one that looks. One. I I'm into the concept. I never actually got to play it. Is it a VR game? I guess so. What? Cool. I'm well, gonna synapse? go. I don't know. I'm gonna go with what I've heard from people. Okay. I'm just going to say a lot of people said like they just never had a VR moment like they did with Gran Turismo 7. Okay. So I'm going to go Gran Turismo 7. But I would imagine. Oh, I bet Horizon leaves with this. Yeah, for sure. Like you said. Like you said earlier. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've heard that people played that and were like, that was okay. It's just it was the new thing for PlayStation VR 2. But yeah. Apparently wasn't that great, so I'm not into it. Best community support. Uh, this is Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and No Man's Sky. The fact that No Man's Sky is still being said, holy shit, it should probably win just for being still a thing. Yeah. Best community support. I'm going to go with, you ready? Mm-hmm. But Cyberpunk the same 2077. One I am. Yep. The fact they that they revamped their it. whole fucking game. Boom. <laughs> right there. Rebuilt yep. the game from scratch to 2.0. That's community support. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could have easily just left with the check from selling a shit ton of shitty copies at full price and walked away. But they didn't. You got to so, respect it. So they deserve it, I guess. All right. Best mobile game Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, Honkai Star Rail. Hello Kitty Island Adventure, Monster Hunter Now, or Terra Nil. I hear 
Honkai Star Rail so mm-hmm. fucking much, and I have zero concept <laughs> of what that is. <laughs> I I just uh, know the I, name. Yeah, I looked it up at one point. I think you build train rails or something. I don't know. I'm really not into it now. <laughs> I think it's a JRPG thing. In this one, I literally have no wants because I'm not into any of these. <laughs> I just want Hell of Kitty Island Adventure because I love the name and the I concept. was kind of thinking about that. <laughs> I'm gonna I kind of want to Google it. So Hello like, Kitty Island what Adventure. What is Hello Kitty doing? Isn't that like what Butters wanted to play in South Park? That's the only... I think so. I don't yeah, know that's if, the only, it, like, if it was Hello Kitty, but yeah, he says something. No, it was Hello Island Kitty Island Adventure, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. Butters Island It was Adventure. From, from that. So Hello Kitty Island Adventure, yep. <laughs> Hello Did Kitty they Island make Adventure. the game because of that? <laughs> so that's what this article is about. It says, uh, Hello Kitty Island Adventure is real, but has nothing to do with South Park. Sanrio truthers, stand down. Oh, well... <laughs> Now I'm really going to pick it because Butters likes it. So, okay. Yeah, it's back on like the the World of Warcraft episode. when he's like, I just want to play Hello yeah. Kitty Island Adventure. I love that. This one, I have an interesting factoid for you. You ready? Okay. This is best independent game. So, best indie game. Yes. We've got Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, <sighs> Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Now, I here's the thing. hate this category dave okay what what makes an what is an independent game what is an indie game another triple a studio so it's not just low quality graphics like eight bit type stuff with like no minimal gameplay choices and stuff no 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 so so it has to be a studio that doesn't have a lot of money because they're indie right dave the diver is not that are you Dave, sure? yep, Dave the Diver, the company that made it is owned by a humongous studio, and it is drawing tons of attention and ire right now because a lot of people are crying and decreeing that does not qualify for indie game. Really? So then they were like, so are we saying because it looks like an indie game, that's what makes it an indie game? And people are like throwing fits right now. So... Mint Rocket. But they're owned by a studio with tons of money. But, like, everybody's owned by somebody in this world. But most indie games aren't owned by a studio that could have funded them good. Like, they're usually just a small a small place trying to make it. But this place isn't trying to make it. They're owned by people that have made it. Hmm. So, it's drawn stuff. I mean, I don't have any, you know, ties to this, so I don't care. But I just wanted to yeah. tell you that it's becoming a big problem that it is in this category because people think it should not be weird okay we already know where you're going and we you already don't. know <laughs> where oh i am confused now do you know where i'm going sea of stars for sure oh i'm gluck glucking man <laughs> i'm straight up gluck glucking that one big time love it so I'm between the three on this one, Cocoon, Day the Diver, and Dredge. Like, I love Dredge, and it is one of my favorite video games of all time. I love the story of it, but as far as, like, best overall game, I think Dave the Diver, like, as much as, I don't know, maybe the studio isn't independent or whatever, I, I've never heard of Mint Rocket. <laughs> but yeah. but that's um, not the studio that's taking them away from the independentness. They're owned by, like, somebody with, like, trillions of dollars. So it's, like... 
most like independent studios aren't owned by a bigger company. They're just the small I studio everybody... trying to make it. Huh. I thought most studios just had like a parent studio that they were a part of. Like we're part of a network. We're not we're not big by any means. Yeah, but you can't really call us indie now unless our network is indie, <laughs> you know. But like I don't know. Point is Dave the Diver's in trouble. I'm just I'm just reporting the facts. <laughs> I don't even know who the studio is that owns them. I've heard it a thousand times over the past few days. It's like but Nexon I don't care. Limited or something. They're based in Korea. But like the developer and the publisher by this is Mint Rocket. So I'm basing it off of like what has Mint Rocket done? And Mint Rocket hasn't done shit. So I'm gonna I I do think that Dave the Diver is a really, really good game and it deserves recognition. And if it has to get it for the best independent game category, then so be it. I think it's doing things that are really creative and it kind of goes beyond what people thought it was going to be. The yeah. amount of mini games it has in it I and mean, the amount of like different stuff you, you can do. Everything you told me about it sounded amazing. Yeah. It's a nutty game and I recommend yeah. it to people because it is, it's literally got something for everybody. If you like management sim, if you like rhythm games, if you like fishing games, if you like man to man combat man to shark combat like you're gonna like this game okay dredge's feelings are hurt i do want dredge to win still i mean i want i want cocoon day the diver and dredge to take home a three win for this if any of those win i will not be sad okay. but day the diver is my pick best ongoing game is the next category we've got apex Legends, cyberpunk 2077 final fantasy 16 14 14? 14. XIV. Yeah. 14. There's so many Final Fantasies on this fucking list. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> okay. they're ongoing uh, and they won't go away. Yeah. Uh, last two, we got Fortnite and Genshin Impact. I think you know where I'm going because we kind of just said it a minute ago. I'm You're going to vote Cyberpunk. for Cyberpunk on this one? Yeah, it's 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 ongoing. You, and they literally revamped the whole of the game. To me, that I is... Guess. But But I guess it's best like what's the best game that is still happening oh fuck that's probably fortnite <laughs> probably fortnite that's what i was gonna vote for just because it's like the standard like we're genshin there's so much genshin you know what i'm gonna switch my vote to genshin because we have a friend who streams it and i would like that for her <laughs> cyberpunk does belong in the community one i think that is different than this ongoing one i'll i'll take fortnite solely because they put that uh michael myers thing in there that was okay, the best yeah. emote ever. That was fucking <laughs> phenomenal. That was good. All right. Games for Impact, which, of course, we never fucking look this shit up. Of course. But uh, we've got... But I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> got a space for the Unbound. I already picked my uh, winner days ago. Okay. Because uh, I saw a screenshot of it, and I was like, oh, t Kelsey told me about that game. So, a space for the Unbound... Chance of the Cenar, Goodbye Volcano High, Tachia, Terranil, and Venba. Okay. I'm going Venba because I just think it was so, like, you really sold me on it when we were talking about it. Yeah. I know what Goodbye Volcano High is. I did look that game up one time. Uh-huh. And I mean, it seems it, okay. It looks like, um, we talked about something like this before. It looks like a, a yeah. game... That we talked about, but I can't put my finger we on did. what it was. We did. It's it's Life is Strange and Night in the Woods kind of mixed together. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Okay. And that's probably cool, but I'm just so into, like, 
how you were like it's how food affects us over time and it can take you to a place i think that is just a phenomenal concept that can really touch people i'm just about venba i think i think that's solid i do like that a lot i'm kind of in between a couple of these so i was looking at terra nil this is a like a a strategy game where you're transforming a wasteland and like trying to clean it up and make it look fresh and new so that the wildlife comes back and you can start putting clean energy into it and stuff. I like that. I think it's fun and it's about, you know, environmentalism. Uh, But a space for the unbound sounds really good. It's a magical adventure about two high school sweethearts that at the end of their school days and at the end of the world. So a love story. It's going to tear Kelsey apart. (laughs) It sounds really good. Uh, I think I'll put my vote on that just because it sounds very sweet. It sounds like something that would absolutely kill me. Get it. All right. Next up, best performance. I always love these. Okay. So we got Idris Elba in Cyberpunk 2077. We got Melanie Libbard in Alan Wake 2. Yuri Lowenthal, Spider-Man 2. Cameron Monaghan, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Is that, uh, what's his face? Cal Kestis? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate and Ben Starr from Final Fantasy. I just want you to know. 14, 16, 16. 16. I just want you to know. Uh-huh. How organically Cal Kestis's name came out of me and I would surprise myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't aware that I was that familiar with him. <laughs> uh, we said once. Oh, I'm picking Spider-Man. He okay. nailed it. Yuri fucking killed it i hate that man because i grew up with a spider-man in my brain and his Uh voice is the only voice for it now okay (laughs) he is the spider-man voice he is so good at it props to this dude nice he ruptured his voice fucking goku screaming style during parts of this game my god so sold me there too my vote is going to be for Neil Newbon in Baldur's Gate. He plays Asterian, and Asterian is the best character in Baldur's Gate. Every single video I see of him, I fall more in love with him. It's okay. He's so funny, but also so, like, the romance scenes with him, you really fucking believe them. Like, he's he's so into his character. He draws you in. And the actor himself has said that he's, like, picked up habits because of what That's his funny. character would have done. Okay. So, I really like him. He really embodied the role and he just continues to make really good TikTok content. <laughs> nice. Best audio design. We've got Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. Okay. This is insanely hard because I truly believe best audio design should always go to a horror game. Okay. And there's three of them. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was totally going to pick Dead Space. But, like, we did Alan Wake earlier in the pre-ramble and listened to the music. And it was, like, even that set and atmosphere and shit. And it's, like, that's audio design. As well as in the game. Resident Evil 4 is just a big name horror game. So it probably sounds good. Spider-Man is good. But, like, to me... It's all about horror and that atmosphere. There's no atmosphere in Spider-Man. You're just swinging, you know? Yeah. Like you get air whooshing. That's not that amazing. You know what I mean? Is audio design inclusive of those AI, not AI, the non-AI, the markedly non-AI conversations that you that you hear in the crowd? 
I mean, I guess. My vote for this is going to go to Hi-Fi Rush just because it's like a game that is based on yeah. the rhythm that your character player inputs. And that must have just a lot of audio oh, design okay. that goes into it. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. So, yes, that would include all recorded dialogue, I guess. So, I think all those... It, I mean, NPC moments of just 12 minutes of like, I think we should really <laughs> take this to the boss. I don't know. Yeah. So technically that would count. That could factor into your, to your thing. Um, we are in, Oh, I got to pick it's want. I'm going dead space, dude. I just, I just want it to win. Cause I love dead space. Okay. I can miss dead space. I really want to play the remake of dead space. How many more times can I say dead space? <laughs> Uh, we are in the final five, starting right now. Already? My God. I'm on their website now. I will read you what these things stand for as well. I do have okay. that right here now. We got best score in music. This is for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. And that's what made me pick fucking Dead, Death Stranding, whatever the fucking game was called that year. That... Okay. Licensed soundtrack line made me go, mm. oh, then that one. Yeah. All right. So we have Alan Wake 2. We got Baldur's Gate 3. We got Final Fantasy 16. We have Hi-Fi Rush and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So now, if you listen to the pre-ramble, we did break down each of these in their own way. Like we, we looked at the score and music of all these games and compared them, talked about them. If you're interested in that, check that out. I'm really, really, Patreon. really torn. I'm playing this this year so different because it's just purely based on me being like, yeah, I want that. It's not based yeah. on shoulds, what will, anything <laughs> like that. And I really yeah. don't know what I want. I can tell you easily that I want Baldur's Gate 3 to win because the score for this one is so good. It is so well done. They have this one vocal motif that happens in each and every song and they do it in different pitches and different keys and different moments, different languages. See. Sometimes it's just instrumental. And I love that that through thread just takes it and ties each and every song together. I think it's beautiful. Well, you might sell me because remember, that's what I liked about the God of War soundtrack that year is because yeah. every instrument was a different character. So those instruments came in when that character was around and it was tied to the people and so that's why you had those like see-throughs like Kratos's three notes were everywhere because he was everywhere. Yeah. You know, he purveys everything around it. So every song has him in it somewhere, you know? Right. But I really like that Final Fantasy music. <laughs> it's pretty good, you know? It, it, I mean, it was good. And when I played the demo, that's what was like sending me somewhere like the epicness of the music to what was happening on screen, it literally created such a moment. Yeah. I was I mean, like, think Holy about that shit. little piano. I really don't know. It sounds like you want Final Fantasy to win. <laughs> no, because that Baldur's Gate shit was so solid. <laughs> no, like those two for me are like neck and neck. They're both music that I would turn on those soundtracks and I would listen to those. Yeah. Like, I would listen to the Baldur's Gate soundtrack. I would listen to the Final Fantasy soundtrack. I would not listen to Alan Wake's. I think Alan Wake is going to win this oh, one. Oh, I know he's winning it. <laughs> but I don't want that at all. Yeah. 
see, this is why we're not betting this time because it's all based on once, and the studios. The prize is happiness. Don't um, they don't like what we like? Yeah. Just to split the difference, I'll go Final Fantasy. That way, one of us can be more happy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up is best art direction for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in an artistic design and animation. Uh, so for this one, we have Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I think we're both going to fall in the same on this one I from every single thing do not you showed so. me. Really? I don't think so at all. All right. Everything that I have seen, everything you've shown me from it, uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I, I really want that though. I but think like, I want that one to win. Have you Are seen Lies of P? With Lies of P? Yeah. Have I mean, you that's seen like what that shit? It's so. Guillermo del Toro is involved in that. No, it's no? just no. It's just Elden Ring, Pinocchio. I have seen videos of the cats in that game, and oh yeah, what. When I tell you, like, those cats look real, the way they pick up those cats and the cats lean into you and, like, yeah. snuggle your face, that's a real cat. Like, Mario Brothers Wonder is super fun, but, like, like I, do, I don't like Elden Ring. I don't like those games. Lies <laughs> of P looks so good. Like, I want to look at it. I want to play that game to see it. Okay. And I love Mario Brothers Wonder, but Lies of P, like just takes me somewhere i think i gotta go liza p mario is super good and my super hot take zelda should not have been nominated it looks exactly <laughs> like breath of the wild they did no art direction it's the same yeah. fucking game get the fuck out of here uh we got best narrative up next so right. i hate that alan wake 2 is at the top of all these just because it's know. alphabetical <laughs> So, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, colon, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. So, this is I for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a yes, game. Yes, okay. I, I want, feel like um, there's only one winner. Baldur's Gate 3. Because it's, Baldur's it's Gate 3. a branching storyline that can go it can be anything. any which way. And you pretty much create it as the character. What is better than that? Plus, then you got a plan for all of it, and it, I mean, like, that game blows my mind, and it makes me sad yeah. that I don't like it. Yeah. Like, I never want to play it, but I'm intrigued by it, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's Baldur's Gate 3. That's the only one. Hands down. Uh, best game direction. This is for awarding for an outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. That might change how I think about this. Uh, that's Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, S Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, let me read that again. Awarded for outstanding creative vision to see that final product, and then innovation in game direction and design. <laughs> I just know that Alan Wake 2 is going to win this, and it makes me sad. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Because really the two I'm torn between is, and I really shouldn't be, I feel like it's Baldur's Gate 3 because it is Baldur's Gate 3. that game hasn't existed. Like we've been able to choose stuff, but the way they tied D&D &D into it 
is wholly unique that has yeah. not been done in this method. And I, the fact that they had it in beta for so long and had the community yeah. involved in the development of it was so good for the game at large because you got to like see where the product was going and have an opinion and a say on where it ended up. And yeah. that's beautiful. Do you know what my number two pick was that I was torn between it and Baldur's Gate? Zelda? No, it was Mario Wonder. Best game direction? It's see, that's why I backtrack so like it's still just jumping around. But the way it's Mario's never been done in this way. And I think it's okay. insanely creative. And how can you jump on platforms that you've done a thousand times and yet this game makes you smile like you've never done it before? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's solid. But is that enough? And that's why I was like, no, it's Baldur's Gate. Okay. So this is it. This is the final one. The big cojones. The big kahuna. <laughs> Let's talk about game of the year. We've got six nominees. I think you guys could probably guess what they're going to be. First one, Alan Wake 2. Next up, Baldur's Gate 3. Marvel Spider-Man 2. Resident Evil 4. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. And The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Now, this is recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. And that just changed my opinion again. Fuck. Oh, no. I hate reading these things because <laughs> I'll tell you what right now. I came in here, Baldur's Gate 3. Hands That's down, there was vote. no choice. I'm putting it on Baldur's but Gate 3. But it was buggy. Like, it had the bugs. It had the shit. It's not technically savvy all the way across. But you True. know what is insane in that respect? Fuck. I don't want to say that. What? <laughs> I think Tears it's of Tears of the Kingdom. Really? That, that building mechanic, the fact that you oh, can shit. pick up anything, any two ah. items, and somehow mash them together, and the game just fucking flows, and it doesn't give a shit that you did that. And yeah. it doesn't. It never cares. That is technically marvelous. It's true. And that stupid technical field fucking line is what's putting me there. Baldur's Gate is not a technically amazing game. It's an I mean, amazing idea. When you think about all the things they had to do, hitboxes, pathways to hitting stuff, how to craft fights, uh, Larian Studios constantly impresses me with the way they design games. It is so mm. well put together. And the fact that the character can do pretty much fucking anything you have to plan for kind of every eventuality when you're thinking about that like the That's developers true. had to really think about each and every little thing with this game so of course there's gonna be bugs because people are gonna be people and be like what if i tried to well, teleport yeah. to that rock over there that's like a tiny pebble that i can only see in the distance what happens then the game developers have to plan for that but zelda did the same thing they said what if they try to combine way too much shit together and the game just said all right it works. <laughs> Nothing can break me. Yeah. Fuck. I'm pissed at myself. Because I don't... They didn't want Zelda to win anything this year. Yourself. Didn't want Zelda to take so, anything. <laughs> it's still about your want. Like, what do you want to win this? But that makes me want it. Because I'm like, that literally was marvelous to me. Okay. 
the fact that I mean like, I agree it is fucking cool that they all can these do that. people all these people were trying to be like there's people that are people don't know how the game works like <laughs> digital founders like we don't understand how this works magic yeah and that makes me go like shit Nintendo magic's real <laughs> this is running <laughs> on a a six year old console and it yeah. runs better than Baldur's Gate on a, like a PS5 right how did they do that? <laughs> like, what's the secret sauce? <laughs> that That's marvelous to me. And to me, that is a one thing because it's like, it's like, how did you do that? Because I don't really like it. I don't like Baldur's Gate. And I was willing to give it that because I felt like it deserved it. Yeah. But I was taking Game of the Year as who's done something that like nobody's done before. And that was Game Direction. And I gave it to that for game direction. But game of the year, it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3. I hope it is. I I worry. Kelsey, <laughs> there is no way it's not Baldur's Gate 3. But my vote is on Zelda. Yeah. But I mean, Baldur's Gate did have like a, and still kind of does have a chokehold on the American public. So, yeah. And I, And then I feel like this just exacerbates the issue that people have where Alan Wake came out a month ago Mm -hmm. and somehow it's just as good as all this shit you know what i mean yeah (laughs) it's that like recency factor right that's what bothers me about the game awards is that like the freshness and the memory of the people who are working on this and voting on this that really has a huge play in it i mean i feel like everybody maybe got it from our spider-man interlude but like I did think that game was like okay. Mm-hmm. It was still good. Just because I enjoyed myself doesn't mean it's the best. You know, I enjoyed it to no end. But the only thing that's that much better is that I can swing faster, and that's phenomenal. <laughs> like I basically didn't vote on it the whole thing except for Yuri. What are you gonna do if it sweeps? I would be very amazed. I think it's not going to win fucking nothing. I bet Mario Wonder, Baldur's Gate, and Alan Wake just divvy it up between everything. I think so, too. Those are the, the big three this year, really. But there you have but it. But we'll see. That's our vo- that's our picks, our votes. Um, we played this very different than any year before. So yeah. do not expect high, uh, high scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, if you were going to do this with us, we have provided a the same spreadsheet that's in our Discord. If you go to our video game channel, I might pin it so everyone can find it at a moment's yeah. notice. But um, maybe this year, don't put what will win because that's easy. You mark Baldur's Gate all the way up the thing. You win the game like you win. I want to see what you guys want to win. What are the things that mean the thing to you? Like we yeah. sat here and was like, but this means something to me. Yeah. You know, I want to see that instead. Who are you gluck glucking? <laughs> For me, it was Sea of Stars. Oh, if that was in everything, I'd have voted on it the whole way through. Yeah. Sorry, Spidey. Well, that is, um, before we get out of here, a quick programming note. That's the last Yimtope for the next couple of weeks. I mean, Yimtope will still be here, but this is the last what numbered episode i don't know how you you guys want to differentiate between these yeah Um, we're going to be doing a lot of interludes uh for the remainder of the year we have 
I, uh, like like more than you realize. A lot of stuff you guys want too. Like it's stuff yeah. that you guys craved that I'm you actually guys really have asked for about us this. about. Yeah, we do. I enjoy our little break at the end of the year because it gives us time to, you know, like sit back and think about what to do for the new year. But it also like I, I just like doing interludes. They're really fun. <laughs> and we've been really hard at work the past couple of months, like stocking these up for you guys. So I hope that you enjoy the content that is coming. Um, if you want a hint, there's a lot of anime. I don't think that's a surprise. <laughs> there really but. is. There's, yeah, half of them are anime. Wow. Yeah, Anime. if you guys want um, some clues to them, join the Discord. We'll be throwing clues as to what's coming up. Are we doing emoji clues? Oh, I think we should. The Are we doing game. emoji clues? Shit, we got to come up with something. So much return. I'm, I'm pumped. Okay. Um, so yeah, next couple of weeks are going to be some interludes, and then we're going to be back on December 11th to go over the results of the Game Awards. Yes. And I and haven't watched gonna... the actual show in many years. I've just like picked up the winner's. I'm excited to see the show because I want to know what's getting announced. There's supposed to be some big stuff and I'm ready. Ah, uh, you'll have to fill me in on it. I mean, I like watching boring award shows though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your stick. They soothe me. So with that, let's, are you ready to submit these ballots? Yep. And I'm ready to get nothing back. <laughs> If you loved this episode, please tell a friend about it because word of mouth is the best way we can get the good yum tope into brand new squeaky clean ears like yours. We release weekly every single Monday. You just heard about it. We're going to be here every single Monday through the end of the year. Not live episodes, but episodes that we pre-recorded for you because we love you. If you want to talk to us about those episodes as they come out, you can catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP. Or if you're in the know, in the secret sauce, you can hit us up on Discord. That's where all of our best buddies hang out. Why don't you tell us what you want to win for the Game Awards? What is your favorite game out of everything in this list? Like, what's the one that calls to your heart? You guys know for me, it's Dredge. I pee my pants when I think about Dredge. It's so good. I'm playing the DLC for it right now, the Pale Reach. If any of you guys are playing the Pale Reach and you want to talk about the storyline with me, let me know. Because I think it's really cool and fun. And of course, thank you so much to all of our patrons for supporting us. Now and always, through the whole year long, years before, we love you so very much. You are the blood that beats through our veins. You are the tears in our eyes. You are the follicles of the hair. You're just, you're, you're, you're every piece of the body and we, we, we appreciate you for it. You've been getting very lovey with the patrons lately. I just love them so <laughs> much. They mean so much to me. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube because we love him too. He's so awesome. He's great. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Who's leaving the Game Awards happy? sound we wanted you to hear so anyway you know why i have to watch award shows right to check out other people's fingers no it keeps me from looking at my own yeah (laughs) because i'm just focused on tv i hope i can't just see people's fingers in the game awards